When we were in elementary school, we learned all of these fun fables that were supposed to teach us a lesson. We read the tortoise and the hare to teach us patience and that faster was not always better. I still reflect on this lesson. While all of my friends were starting their big girl jobs and starting to get going straight into med school or law school, I took two years off in between finishing undergrad and starting grad school. I fell behind all of my friends like I was losing an unspoken race. But then I remember that if I would have gone straight to grad school right after graduating college in 2019, I would be living in Boston right now instead of being here with all of you. Slow and steady wins the race. Like our childhood fables, Jesus wanted to be able to teach us a lesson that people would be able to understand and remember. By using parables, we as readers are able to better grasp the lesson that Jesus was teaching. In tonight's gospel, Jesus could have just said, to those that hear the word and accept it will bear fruit. But I would not have remembered that at all. Instead, he uses a story to talk about the different degrees of listening. You have the rocky listening where you get super excited, but then fizzle out quickly. You have the thorny listening, where we don't even give the words a chance to enter our hearts. And then you have the rich listening, where we allow the words to take root and change how we go forth. Some days we cannot control how our hearts will be. There will be outside forces that close them off to receiving or loving. But maybe there will come a moment the next day or week or year where a small patch of our hearts gets cleared out and prepped to seeds. Right now, with COVID and just the entire state of the world, I feel like it is not hard to have a thorny heart. It's okay to feel like this, but I hope that each of us will be able to clear out a small patch to receive love from the people we encounter daily instead. In my friendships and relationships, I desire for my heart to be like rich soil. What are some ways we can be more intentional about listening to our friends and family, the people in our classes, or even in the silence? I usually dread the silence. However, this year I've talked to my spiritual director about finding such peace in my silence. I'm able to spend that time being conscious of how grateful I am to be on this earth and to do the work that I'm currently doing. I am constantly learning how to be a better listener to both the people in my life and to God. In my school counseling techniques class last semester, we learned about reflections and open-ended questions that show the other person that we are listening to them in that moment. I am getting better at listening to receive instead of listening to respond. But having a rich heart goes even further than that. After listening, what are you going to do with what you have heard? In our immersion meeting this past Thursday, we talked about simple living. A big part of how I view simple living is by being present and free of distraction. In my time in the Jesuit Volunteer Corps, my community would spend dinner, Um, in my time with the Jesuit Volunteer Corps, my community would spend dinner 
and the rest of our evening together in community, free from distractions with our phones or anything else. We simply spent time together. I think that Jesus was asking us to simple, live simply in this way by being present. We should not let people's stories fall on our rocky hearts where they first ignite a passion in us just to be quickly fizzled out. We should be opening our hearts to be like rich soil, listening to the hardships and joyous times that the people have to share with us, changing our hearts and helping them grow in compassion. Another side of this parable could be viewing yourself as the sower themselves. We have the power each day to spread seeds of love and kindness to hopefully fall upon open hearts. A motto I live by is a quote by Mother Teresa that is, leave each person better than you found them. To do this, you don't have to fix all their problems. Sometimes all it takes is making each person feel like they belong. And like the second reading from this past Sunday said, we are all parts that belong to one body. Smile to people as you pass them outside, greet people that share the same space as you, extend kindness and radiate light. In Father Greg Boyle's book, Barking to the Choir, he tells a story of a counselor who brought a young boy a snack to a session because he is always hungry roughly around that time of day. The kid is astonished that one, someone actually listened to him both verbally and non-verbally, and two, that someone was thinking about him when he was not present. It just takes small acts of kindness and tenderness to show people that you are hearing them and affirming to them that they belong. In your day today, this can look like hearing the anxieties of a friend about a test and then sending them a small message of encouragement before they are to take their test. Or even simply checking in on a friend that you know is having a rough semester. This changes hearts little by little. You can be the start of a cycle of kindness, sowing seeds of love to your friends that could lead them to doing something nice for someone else, and that person in turn can be kinder to someone that they normally are not. When we are not treated kindly constantly, your brain is negatively reinforced. You begin to remove love from your actions. There is a great power in the privilege to impact other people's lives in this profound way. When it seems like it would be easier to not be, push yourself to be kind. I know I have days where I am so burnt out that I feel like I do not even have the energy to hold open the door for someone that is walking behind me or saying hello to people I pass. But this week I challenge you guys, like I will to myself, to leave each person better than you found them. Listen to your friends to receive instead of listening to respond. And spend a small moment in silence each day noticing God's movement in your life.